Hey everybody, welcome to another Jizz Talking for a Sunday evening. We are here with the one and only Casey Scott. And Casey's going to dish the dirt and spill the tea and tell us where all the bodies are buried. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for a long time. I know that we um, usually have uh, an adult uh, star on, but you know Casey has been in contact with so many uh, adult stars over the years. We just needed to get the backstory on what this Casey guy was all about. You know, um, and I'll, I'll I'll bring up some uh, funny graphics here in a little bit. But let's let's start out with Casey. And Casey, how are we doing? And tell us about how you got started in all this. I'm good. I have a cold, but I wouldn't miss this for the world because I love you and I love these zooms. Um, how did I get started? Oh Lord. Well, so <laughs> short short version is I I you know growing up in high school I was very into exploitation and sexploitation films. Um, and as a lot of people know, those lines would blur between the people who worked in those films and then were, went on to do hardcore. And so um, I think the first, you know, filmmakers like Roberta Finley, Gary Graver, um, Sue Siegel, a lot of people started out in softcore and then went to hardcore. But I think the big thing was I saw Girls for Rent or I Spit on Your Corpse, the Al Adamson movie. And the big thing about it was it starts Georgina Spelvin from Devil and Miss Jones. And I thought she was amazing in the movie. And I said, well, I clearly need to see Devil and Miss Jones now. And that was kind of it for me. That was like, I mean, it made me cry. Uh, <laughs> I was like, why is, this, why is this movie both turning me on and making me cry? It was a very mixed, a lot of emotions. And, um, and that was kind of it. I, I, I needed to know more about these films and who made them. Um, I got a lot of opportunities um, to interview them for companies like Media Blasters. They um, did some special <clears throat> editions with Howard Winters. Um, and uh, they also did a Devil and Miss Jones special edition. Hey, Sean, Stephen, <laughs> whatever name you're going by tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, it was kind of, it's, it's been a whirlwind ever since. I just tried to find as many people as I can who are willing to talk because I, I want to learn more about this business and, um, and kind of document it before it's too late. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I see this, uh, this, this meme every once in a while. And I, I uh, of course, always uh, think of my good friend, uh, uh, Bill Margold. But uh, this, I think, now refers to you. Oh. Um, <laughs> Listen, if, if this does not pay the bills, my dear, uh, <laughs> I, do, I do this simply because I, I simply because I love. I mean, I, I guess to give some background, obviously, you can probably tell from my voice I'm an openly gay man, um, and so I'm not exactly the target audience for these films. Um, but there is something about seeing people being openly sexual and owning their sexuality, especially women in a society where. It is not cool to be an openly sexual woman because you're basically categorized as a whore. Um, and so seeing these women was very empowering for me. And so um, that was, that's a big reason why I've continued doing this work. It's because every time I see women doing this, I'm just like, oh, I wish I could do this. I'm such a, I'm such a vanilla, boring person in my sex life. And um, yeah, I mean, just the simple act of Vanessa Del Rio giving oral is like, oh my God, it's like a revolutionary act for me. Um, uh, I do love that meme, though. <laughs> I, I, I do have a day job that pays my bills. It's not as fulfilling as the porn historian part. Well, though. it, it never really paid bills, uh, bills, bills either. <laughs> oh, no, I figured not. No, no. 
Um, oh, yeah, I miss Bill. Bill was Bill was a hoot. Yeah, he he would all you know. We started out, and uh, I met him, and <clears throat> we were friends because basically we were Yankee fans. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, um, he'd call or I'd call him maybe once a month, and then it got down to once every couple of weeks, and then it was about once a week, then it was a couple times a week, and then finally he called every day, and my wife would get home from work, and she'd say, what did Bill talk about today? Uh, <laughs> that Bill, is, that's a friendship. That's great. And, and she said that, uh, you know, Bill always said, I, I call Pat and talk to Pat a lot because he hasn't heard all my stories. <laughs> that's you well, know what that's probably true because bill bill stayed friends with people for years and years so they probably had heard everything yeah so yeah a new person in his life like you that is, wants to hear all these stories is probably great for him and he'd never um he he'd, he'd finished the previous call with me and then i'm sure that whoever he talked to next finished the call with me to them i mean uh yeah i it was unfortunately he'd call amber lynn ahead of me then I'd hear, have to hear all the bullshit Amber Lynn was going through on my oh, phone call. I had, sounds it, horrible. <laughs> and had, that sounds horrible. I've never interacted with her, but I, yeah. And had every acronym talking to Bill was like talking to a bowl of vegetable soup, alphabet soup. I mean, uh, he had all these acronyms and I couldn't keep them all straight. And I just sometimes just lay the phone down and walk away and do something else and come back. But um, yeah, I mean, that. Have you, have you listened to any of his commentaries? They're very like they're very much like that. <laughs> he, sent me, um, he sent me the movie Dracula Sucks. Yes, which is great. And so yeah. anyway, my wife and I are watching that, and uh, it, it goes on and goes on and goes on. And, and after about thirty minutes, my wife turns to me and she says, "When are they gonna fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror movie. Get into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, but uh, yeah, back to back to your story, of course, and and. Uh, we have a room weird who are just uh, ready to talk to you. And so, which is crazy. Uh, if, Welcome. <laughs> if you have a question, just raise your hand and we'll, we'll call Jorge is, is uh, first up. We'll uh, just ask Jorge to unmute himself. Jorge, what's going on tonight? Good, good. Yourself. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I've been, I've been watching many movies over all these years and I'm just, I'm just curious how, how you guys started and, you know, get to make all these contacts with, with all these stars. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of jealous, you know? <laughs> well, um, I started because I, well, I was writing for a website called DVD drive-in. And so um, there were a lot of movies that were coming out with no extras. And so I would kind of try to do some research on my own to give some historical context to my reviews, sort of like, this is what this person did. This is what they're doing now, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so Media Blasters, um, I, I think they're still around, but they were, they had made a deal with Howard Winners to put out Babylon Pink and Neon Nights. And they said, well, you, we don't really know that many other people who know adult films on the East Coast. I was down in DC at the time. And they said, would you be willing to come up and do some commentary with him? So I did commentaries with him and, um, and they said, well, I also want to interview some people. So I, I interviewed Roberta Finley and Jamie Gillis. For that, uh, really, the 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 one. Well, Jamie Gillis was for Neon. Roberta was for Babylon. Um, and from there, I kind of just kept going. Um, I um, I started writing on a book, which has been gestating for like twenty years. It's been off and on, depending on when I was in school and when I was working. And um, 
Yeah, honestly, a lot of the work that I do is um, initiated by other people asking me to do it um, because they know that I'm good at finding people, um, which sounds creepy and horrifying, but, you know, I only do it with the best of intentions. Um, If someone says no or doesn't respond, I really, I I don't try to, you know, keep digging at them. Um, But... um, yeah, so right now I'm, I'm, I'm kind of trying to go full force on getting the first volume of my book done because it's going to be a multi-volume thing, I think. And it's going to focus on one period specifically, which is 69 to 75, which is kind of the first major period. And then it will go through till the film stopped because I'm really focusing mostly on feature films, 35 and 16 millimeter film. No, no, no. I, I just want to say, I, actually, I, I did a search for mm-hmm. adult autographs and this group came up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, who knows? Maybe I would have never been offered these Zoom sessions. And, you know, yeah. I, I just want to say thank you for all the people that have been, you know, and Patrick and and and, um, and Aaron have gotten many good autographs. You know, That's and, awesome. And, you know, Casey, I want to thank you for also for you sharing for all your experiences. Thank you. Well, yeah, I'm glad you were able to join the group. I, I don't remember. How, I think, Patrick, I think you added me to the group. Yes. And sir. I think the first one I did was Ginger Lynn. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow, this is a, this is major. This is um, incredible. Yes. So, yeah, when he asked me to do one, I was like, you've had Ginger Lynn and Annie Sprinkle and all these people. Like, why are you you're asking me to do this? And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, well, Maybe it, some interesting things to talk about. Jason had an had an autograph with um with ginger but unfortunately mm-hmm. i don't know what happened but you know he front he he um, refunded me all the money but that's the only autograph i have been able to get is ginger it is it is what it is but hopefully i'll get it one day yeah because she's pretty good about it now isn't she patrick oh yeah 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 okay well, she's we'll pretty good about that yeah. thanks sir yeah so uh, hey, I, I want to talk about somebody else who's uh, got a book and he is part mm. of a movie and a real cool dude. I really like this guy. I don't know if he knows how much I really track him and really follow what he's doing on Facebook. Mark Murray is with us. Mark, how you doing? Oh, Mark. I'm good. Casey, I'm glad to see you on here. <laughs> yeah. Good, we, your ears, and I was just talking to Serena about you today as well. <laughs> I, I love her. I just love yeah. her. How, how can you not like just adore her? Well, we were talking before. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, you know, Team Serena on everything. Um, I Yeah, I think it's impossible not to love Serena. Um, yeah, she's just magic. But As, as uh, uh, wild as her life has been, she's very innocent. She is. And she really, because um, I, I actually, I guess I can reveal, I just did an interview with her last week for a release, which will be announced in the next couple mm-hmm. weeks from Vinegar Syndrome. Um, and it was like a two and a half hour conversation because she's just someone that you really kind of, um, yeah, you just, the, the time flies by and you just keep talking and talking and there's so much to talk about. Um, how did you, how did you connect with her? Um, I think it was, it was probably Facebook initially. Okay. Okay. And then I, um, I don't know if it was for her book signing or when her for uh, uh, Bright Lights, Lonely Nights came out. Right, right. Um, at the Center for Sex and Culture in San Francisco. Mm, okay. Uh, we're do like you know Howie had a book release there, and we had a tribute to like Gloria right. 
Bird and a tribute to Candida and things like that. So wow. as I go into those things, you just, you know, John Martin is there and Howie's there and, right. and just, uh, you know, I just adore Serena and we just became very close and yeah. she's, she's come and stayed at my house several times and, and dyed her hair. And so she's just, uh, she's just a, a super sweetheart. So I, I'm, I'm yeah. very uh, uh, pro Serena and protective of her at the same time. Yeah. She is someone that, yeah, you become very protective of. It's kind of like um, Susie Nero is kind of the same way mm-hmm. that I'm like that. I'm like, don't, don't piss her off. Don't, yeah, don't, don't offend her. Don't harm her. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Serena is someone that you really want to kind of keep in like a cocoon away from all the bad things in the world. And, and uh, I'm glad to see you on here, Casey. I know we've talked privately um, about mm-hmm. some projects in the future. Yeah. Part, part of, Part of my goal for that project, which at some point we'll announce to the world, um, yes. you know, is is to give you a platform for your expertise and a way to kind of brand yourself, um, you know, as as a historian. Um, not not to like insert myself into it, but but I kind of feel like I'm have been in sort of the same scenario as you, where all my work with Rudy Ray Moore, I mm. never tried to brand myself greater than Rudy. Yeah. You know, everything I've been doing was was for him and for his story. Right. Um, so sometimes we tend to get uh, uh, get pushed into the background. Mm-hmm. But you know, well, I'm I I honestly I I pull myself into the background. Like I'm not. That's why when Patrick asked me, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. But it was very foreign to me because it really is about pushing up the stories and the personalities and the people who lived it and did it. And so, yeah, it is, it's, it's tough to kind of um, acknowledge that the work I do is important because it just feels like fun and educational to me. Um, well, it, it, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, I think there's a lot of similarities between the two of us of just that, that endless curiosity and, and turning over every stone yeah. 17 times. And, and, yeah. and, and once you get into that rabbit hole, it just never ends. And it just it goes right. on forever. Right. Um, it's but, true. You keep finding new people and it's just like, yeah. oh, right. This book will never end. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I've been 30 years in my book and I'm just about yes. to out. Um, yes. But, so excited uh, for that. Um, and then Gloria Leonard's up next, which hopefully will not take yes. the, um, But I, I do think it's time to, uh, to get <sighs> out into the, you know, into the atmosphere here and, and get, your, get your name known. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, know if you think that it's it becomes egotistical to put your name into it um, that does that's a big part of it you know yeah. but there's there's uh i i think the the if you're there's a difference between i guess branding yourself versus uh overly promoting yourself mm-hmm. you know so it's, right. it's different than let's say if you're a reporter you know like we, we would consider you a reporter you're digging for the story and you're you're on mm-hmm. details and so right. I just I want to encourage you to not be uh, afraid to come out of the closet and <laughs> of your uh, research. I, I appreciate that, Mark. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I do appreciate that, and I definitely I'm really excited about this new project. That yeah, that I, I'm excited that you, when you announce it because I'm very excited to be a part of it. And thank you for yeah. including me. There'll, there'll be a little time coming. I want to see if mm-hmm. we can other people involved as well. For sure. Um, yeah, there's so but, many great other people out there that are doing this work as well. 
You know, well, I, I think that that just just so anybody on the call here, just I'm working on something that hopefully by the end of the year will be launched. And it'll just be a platform for um, history, um, restoration, preservation of things. Um, yeah. It'll be a, evolve into a rather large uh, project, but um, also to enable uh, others to also participate in it as well. Not just a one-sided thing, but build kind of a community of uh, of researchers and supporters and archivists and historians all all into it, even performers, um, yeah. blogs and stuff like that. So, um, not to take away the focus on you, Casey, but I do want you to no, be of course, a big I'm, part of that. Yeah, for sure. No, it's going to be great, and I'm sure that. Um, and they actually, Patrick, you should have Mark back to talk about I'm it. Just, <laughs> I'm just going to announce that, that that we will down the road when the time is right, when Mark agrees that it's the time to release stuff. And that would be the excellent time to have Mark on. And, of course, uh, uh, Casey would also be a, a back on as well. But, yeah, yeah I, for sure. uh, I, I just love the way Mark's house is set up as far as <laughs> I know. I, I need I need stuff on my walls. I have so much stuff, and my walls are boring. And, Mark, yeah, that's well, just, like, heaven. <laughs> we're, we're, I mean, I, I'm lucky to have a, a wife that, that uh, encourages my uh, uh, obsessions, I guess. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Always helpful. Porn posters all around the house. Um, oh, but, that's uh, great. An entire garage full of magazines, and so she she's oh, tolerating uh, oh. my uh, obsessive uh, nature. But Casey, you said you had a lot of posters and stuff you were selling. How come we don't see those on your? On yeah, your you know, I I have most. I have a lot of press books. Um, I have a lot of press books and and posters. I have like um, I like this Twilight Pink, which is oh, a very nice that. one that you could get. I got a, the poster of that too. Yeah, you could get a Janie autograph on that. Um, what else do I have? Gosh, I have a lot of different ones. I have a Country Comfort, which you could probably get Serena, or not Serena, uh, Georgina Spelvin and Rhonda Jo Petty um, autographed on that. Randy West, maybe? I don't know, Patrick. I think, you know, he doesn't do autographs, right? Yeah, and, and I'm friends on Facebook with Drea, and she's really never responded back when I asked her if, if she'd sign that. So Yeah, the whole thing with her and Bill Margold, I don't. I'm not sure what her deal is. I've never. She called me when Bill died, and you know, okay. I always heard this big strife of with her and Bill. But yeah, uh, he called her about every week. Interesting. Every week, so. I prefer of the two women that Bill was involved with. I prefer Viper, um, and um, but of course she passed away. Right, right. So yeah. anyway, I need to announce our next week's uh, guest is going to be uh, from Iowa. She lives right in our backyard here. Uh, Lolly Tops is going to be with us. Awesome. And, uh, Lolly, uh, let me get this uh, done here. Lolly is. Um, oh my gosh, the ghost of Richard Pacheco has joined us. She was at, uh, <laughs> she was at Miss Nude World uh, in Illinois here a couple yes. months ago, and she was named Miss Nude World 2021 Best Big Bust. For wow. Obvious reasons. Yeah. Now, this weekend, she is at a feature dancer convention in Miami, I believe. And uh, we're going to have her up next week. And we're going to talk about the future of feature dancing, the future of strip clubs, the future yeah. of, of, of that sort of entertainment. And also talk about her highlights from uh, the Miss Nude World and, and other things she's been at. But she is uh, four foot 11 and... Uh, Oh my god she's tiny yeah. Yeah. that is a that is a small frame for 
what she's a got lo- a lot of a lot of luggage yeah a lot wow. of and oh my got, goodness and she's got a 23 inch waist how is that scientifically possible <laughs> oh my goodness well i will obviously be here and i i, I yeah no i love learning about the new performers because i really don't know anything about the industry now sure. um and i've always i've the last two that were done were absolutely amazing i i came away just completely in love with those two actresses um and ended up following them on social media too so let me uh let me bring something up and this is going to be kind of i i think uh you might really be touched by this oh um this is you, some, don't make me cry patrick well <laughs> you might uh, oh no uh because i'm that kind of guy oh, anyway <laughs> A dear friend, a dear, dear friend has written, and she's not here tonight, but she's she'll be watching this. Dearest Casey, it has been 12 years since you found me and plucked me from obscurity. I was newly married and just left New York City and moved back to my hometown of Massachusetts. I really couldn't believe anyone had an interest or even someone as young as you would know who I was. You immediately made me feel comfortable to open up to you. And I explained how I was made to feel like I had done wrong in my past, and it was nothing to be proud of. It has taken me years now to realize that is not true, because it got me where I am today, quite comfortable in my 63-year-old body. You continue to amaze me with your constant love and support for my current situation. You are so dear to me, and if you were around in my San Francisco days, we would have had a blast together. I wish I could be there for you tonight, but please know I'm with you in spirit and love you so much. I owe so much to you, my sweet friend, always, Susie Q. Nero. Wow. Susie Q. And uh, yeah, to- I, um, yeah, I, I, that's, that's you, Susie. I'm speechless. Susie was, Susie was, uh, the thing that I remember most about reaching out to Susie was that when she answered my letter, she called me back from a blocked number and she had such a sound, she had such a, um, she had such a sound of terror in her voice that she had been found. And I will never forget that sound. I, and, but as much as close as we are now and as much as I love her, the, I adored her so much from being, from Sue Nero, from her films. And she was this larger than life glamazon. And, and I loved her hair, loved her body. She had sass, she had attitude. And I was like, I want to be Sue Nero. Um, and so to hear her terrified just really broke my heart. Um, and we've come a long way since then, but it was, I, it, I still remember that. <laughs> As soon as you're watching, I'm so sorry that I terrified you. But we've uh, we've come one step further, Casey, because uh, tonight after the meeting, I'll announce there's going to be a Sue Nero private signing. Oh, wonderful! In, and we'll be uh, we'll be doing that. Um, uh, we'll take in all the items. They have to be turned in by uh, July 10th before I go to uh, Exotica. So anyway, I, I do I, have a Sue Nero thing you might want to get purchased i'm i'll probably put through on the website she had a movie called extremes um for alan vidra or vidra who was a, a czech director who came to san francisco to make some films um and she actually i think she had mentioned that she actually toured she she went overseas to promote the film for him so this would be a good promotional piece if you'd like to sign by her there are some photos in her in here of her i think and serena as well 
But yeah. uh, anyway, we'll start that uh, uh, as soon as we get done with this. I'll, I'll post the link. So mm -hmm. um, I've got several people with their hands up. Let's call on oh, Tara. Yeah. <laughs> Tara, how are we doing today? Um, pretty good. I'm Hi, even Tara. nervous. Hi, Casey. Oh, Tara, don't be nervous, girl. You know me. <laughs> I, I know, yeah. You've been very kind and nice. Oh, so I appreciate you. that with the message. Yeah, and I'm just, uh, you know... I love, and everyone says that I love the, the, the images that you, that you create of these stars because it really, it captures them at their best. And I think, um, you know, as I'm working on this book, it's, it's very difficult to find really good images of some of these incredible people. So the fact that you're able to do that is just incredible. Oh, thanks. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I uh, first heard of you uh, from DVD Drive-In. Um, yeah, I was obsessed with Russ Meyer. Yes. <laughs> I was obsessed with Russ Meyer, and I was looking up up reviews, and yeah. I read yours. Oh, good. Yeah, I Russ Meyer. Well, that's the thing. As a gay man, I will still say that I'm pretty obsessed with breasts. Um, so my favorites are women like Suniro, Lisa DeLeo, Ushi Degard, um, all the Russ Meyer women. Love them. Adore them. Yeah. I think we adore, um, I think we both have uh, a crush on uh, Robert McLean, who's on Enough. Yes, and he's not even my type. I think it's the beard, probably. Yes, but, yeah. <laughs> yes, he's, yes, he's very, and he was gay in real life, I believe, right? Because he died of AIDS as well, didn't he? Yes, yeah. yes. I talked to him with boyfriends. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because you've done interviews as well, Tara. You're, yeah, you're, you shouldn't be nervous talking to me. I should be nervous talking to you. You interviewed all these Russ Meyer people. Yeah, I've had a Yahoo group it's since been deleted, but uh, yeah. I had one in the early 2000s, and uh, I talked to Kitten on the phone so and sweet. Raven via email. Yeah, so, that's amazing. Page. Yeah, see, I th and are you still doing anything more like that? Are you doing any more interviews? Um, I kind of bounce around from okay. different things. Uh, I, I, was in, I did a, a printed fanzine to a music band that I like. Mm, okay. No, I think you should. It's, it's kind of, I mean, it's fun, right? It's, it's fun to yeah. talk to these people that you love. Yeah. I really also want to say how much I enjoyed your uh, commentary with oh. uh, Roberta Finley oh, for a woman's performance. Oh, love Roberta. Yeah, I'm supposed to be seeing her either in this month, in, well, June or July for another release. So another Casey Roberta commentary coming soon. Um, okay, she's I'll, she's I'll a real yeah. She's a real she's yeah. She's one of the greatest New York characters who's ever lived. Um, I I love her. A lot of fun. And, and I also enjoyed your with uh, Jennifer Jordan for uh, thank you Benson. yes yeah I think Jennifer Jordan is I think she's still doing well I checked in with her during COVID I sent her an email and she's like I'm doing well I'm not going outside but um yeah she's doing well the last time I saw her was for that interview um and we interviewed we did the interview at the old um Distropix video xpix offices um and uh yeah she's she's another one real a lot of personality yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, Tara, anything else? Um, I guess that's about it. Thanks, Tara. So always good to hear your voice. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Uh, you too. Do some more interviews. 
Oh, thanks, Casey. Yeah. Okay, Kathy Brown is with us. I'm gonna. She had her hand raised, and so we'll get uh, get her unmuted. And, and hi, Casey. It's always hi, good to Kathy. see you. How are you, honey? I'm doing good. I'm doing I'm good. good. I just, you know, you're such a personality who is so humble. And I, I've just been struck the few times we've met, um, especially at Candida, Candida's uh, memorial. Mm. And it was a crazy time. We were yeah. getting a bunch of food ready and Veronica Vera and I were running around and, and you are so selfless. You, I don't know if you remember this, but this just struck me and touched me. So many people showed up. There were not enough coat hangers. And you just yeah. said, I'll go out and get them. And you ran out. You got them. You did not take any money for them. No. And you just We were panicking and you were just, no. you know, the, the, but that's the kind of person you are. You're just so yeah. selfless. And oh, you thank do you. what needs to be done. You know? I appreciate it. Yeah, because it was, yeah, it was cold. And, yes. and I knew Kmart was right down by... Um, uh, Astor Place. Uh, right? Astor Place. Yes, it was Astor Place. I went to Kmart and I was like, and I went to the, I, I looked all over and I was like, where are the, where are the coat hangers? I felt like Joan Crawford, I was like, where are the coat hangers? <laughs> but, you know, I, and I came back and I was just like, here you go. And then I think, yeah, I think Vivi or Janie were like, okay, just give me the receipt and we'll reimburse you. I was like, no, no. And you just, you this is for Candace. Day. Why do you know? Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, she, I think that they'd mentioned that somebody had come in and stolen all the hangers. Yeah. It was at Johnson from a Memorial church, church, which yes. is. Yeah, exactly. so I was like, no, I'm providing the church with coat hangers. I will not take money for this. And it's for Candace. It's for friends yes. of Candace. So, yeah. And you and I first met at, you did this wonderful series that I just loved at Anthology Film Archives. And you brought in people like Eric Edwards and the Club 90s gals. And, and it was just so wonderful to meet these people who I had never met and just yeah. always loved and got to see my family, got to see Jane. Yeah. And um, I, I'm just wondering what it took to put together an event like that, because you did it so well yeah. and Thank so you. effortlessly. And it was just everyone had such a great time. Thank so you. What did it take? It took, it took a lot. It took two very good sponsors because oh. I worked uh, very closely with Steve Morowitz and Distropix and Joe mm -hmm. Rubin from Vinegar Syndrome on that because we, um, we needed to be able to fly people out because a lot of people had relocated to California mm -hmm. and, um, and um, we need prints. And so Distropix and Vinegar Syndrome have a lot of theatrical prints because Anthology didn't have access to any digital um, projection at that time. And we thought it'd be cool to show them on 35 millimeter and get the directors and treat it like a re-premiere of the films. Um, and um, yeah, we, we just had to stop because it was, it was kind of like, it was a breakneck because we did it every quarter. Mm -hmm. And so after the last one, we just said, okay, we'll take a break and then we can come back when we're ready. And then I went to Anthology and they were just like, well, we're not really sure yet. We'll get back to you. So right now, still on hold, <laughs> well, obviously because of COVID. But um, the last one I wanted to do, I wanted to do a superstar screening. I wanted to bring in Seika. I wanted to bring in Serena. I wanted to bring in Richard Pacheco. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to bring in uh, Ron Jeremy because they all had books. And so I said, well, we need to get these stars here. They will have books to sign. And we can get, we can get prints of all of their, you know, of some of their best films. And that was the plan. And um, it just hasn't happened yet. I, you know, Ron Jeremy, still not happening. 
right, but, but that's not gonna happen. Right, but Richard um, Pacheco, yes, Richard Pacheco. I, I, that book is is the, uh, honestly, I think it's the best book that's ever been written by someone who worked as a performer in the industry. You're such a smart man. It's so it's so good, <laughs> Howie. Like for real. Like I love it so much. It, and, it um, is. It, it, it's really great, and it was maddening from my point of view as a woman, and and mm. you know your um, Howie's relationship with with his wife, yes. with with Carly, and and just it was just brutally honest. I really yeah. loved it, and I would love to see you in New York. And you know you yep. have a place to stay when you yep. come in, Rich. Mm, and the food's good there too. The food's good. Yes. <laughs> well, see, even well, the thought was if we could get a prince of careful he may be watching mm. then we would have we could have howie and seika and then talk about that movie that was one of the that was one of the titles we were talking about because it would have been great to have you both there um we're still it's still we're still it, it it will happen it's just a question of when mm-hmm. it's not an if it's a when is the okay. way i'm looking at it yeah because they were fun weren't they it was just fun to see everybody they were and the people who came in the audience i mean i i found myself sitting between randy miller god who i never soul. met i'm so mad he's, so so, upset. he's still so handsome and so sweet oh, i know and rick savage i mean and oh, and, love rick. and jose and yes you know, they so showed much, up for like so all of fun. them yeah yeah well, yeah. fingers crossed. I know, fingers crossed too. I would yes. love it. I'd love it so much. Thank you. And I'd love to see you too. When things are when things are better, we'll do we'll do lunch somewhere. Yes, we will. Yeah. Great. Okay. Well, thanks, Kathy, for stopping by. It's always great to to hear your inputs and and uh, and stories. You have a lot of stories too. <laughs> anyway, <He> sure does. <laughs> Jose, how are we doing tonight? Jose? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Kathy stole my. Uh, my spotlight there because I was going to ask Cassie when is the next uh, show because I had a great time and there was so much singer, fun. singer Eric Edward and uh, Sharon Mitchell uh, yeah. yeah Sharon Mitchell that was great so Arthur Stevens do, before he passed away came up to yeah. see Rob yeah yeah you have to do another one you have to I, I do and Kelly Nichols can I suggest, can I suggest uh, Raw Talent I would love to. If we could find a print, I would love to do raw talent. Also, because, you know, Joyce is in the city, too. So Joyce would come. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, no. She's not coming mm-hmm. from where she is, no. But uh, <laughs> uh, Sharon Kelly or Colleen Brennan, maybe, for yeah, raw talent, oh, too. But that's shot on video. But, yes. um, anyway, it's good to see you. And one of these days, I'm going to go to the, the, the rock bar. Please do. I will buy you a website. Yes, I, I'm coming. The weather is getting better. Yes, be I would love to see you there. That would be so much fun. You. They do disco on Sunday. Come on, just come on disco and we'll dance. Okay. <laughs> yes. And bring your wife because I'm dying to meet her. Oh, yeah, she's right there. She's oh, behind yeah. me. Okay. She's hiding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love seeing you, Jose. All right. Good enough. Appreciate it, Jose. Eric Edwards is in the house and we'll uh, get him muted here and it's time to have him chime in. That's for sure. Eric, how are we doing? How Hi. are you, my friend? So good Hi, to see Casey. you. I miss you. I miss you, too. I owe I'm you a not... phone call, multiple phone calls. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, let's do that again sometime. Yeah. Listen, I wanted to thank you once again for that wonderful experience that you gave me in New York. <laughs> um, I mean, you treated me like royalty. You and, are royalty. Uh, 
You are royalty. Oh, come on. <laughs> you are. You're Eric Edwards. Are you kidding red, me? And I was sitting out in the me? sun. Uh, oh, my God. You, you are royalty. We just You're Eric the Red. We just didn't have a crown for Eric, you. We, we... <laughs> Eric the Red. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was yeah. fun. Do you remember when we sat? So after the show, we were sitting. It was you, me, Carter, Jose, and I think Rick Savage. And there were these girls walking by. And they were like, oh, these older dudes. And it was just like. Ladies, you do not know who these gentlemen are. Like, you do not know who you. This is a roundtable of men who will show you a lot of fun because they are professionals. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Yes, it was, and yeah. I, I never forgot. And I love that uh, that photograph that was taken of all of us at the table in, in the restaurant. I think it was. Yeah. Anyway, I think you were trying to get a hold of Joanna Storm for another one, maybe for Firestorm. Yeah. Any, I was. Else? Well, you know, then Firestorm came out. And um, so now I'm, I'm hoping that there's another film, maybe Snake Eyes, that we can interview her for. Because um, she's definitely, she wanted to do the interview for Firestorm very badly. And I know, and you know, we were trying to get you guys together because we wanted a yeah. reunion. That would have been so nice. But um I need to, you know, her phone number has changed multiple times. Um, so I need to check to make sure the one I have is still current. Um, but the last time I knew she was still in New Mexico, um, she was still doing okay. She had a lot of pets, <laughs> taking care of a lot of animals, sweet thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, if, I, when I, if and when I get in touch with her, have you, did I give you her number previously? Excuse me? Did I give you her phone number before? Uh, you might have, I'll uh, and I might have tried. Oh, I think I left a message. Okay, and didn't get a, re a return. Okay, yeah. then I'll check to see if that's the, still the right number because I know she'd love to hear from you. She adores you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that would be nice because I adored her. You know, she came out here to visit me once, and I, I had know. a picture taken on my deck out here. I love that picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, special. She's great. Well, see, there's no one like her. She's really very, yeah. very special and sweet. Well, anyway, best of luck with all of your new adventures. Thank you. And you, thank you. Um, no, it's print, Prince Eric, King Eric Edwards. King, royalty. King. You are royalty. You, you started in 1969, uh, mister. <laughs> you are royalty. Yeah, I, and I'm starting to show it. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. You still look great. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just really wanted to say hi because I've got to go doctor my toe again. Oh, and, no. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? It's it's healing. Good. And I I figure Good. another three weeks and I'll be climbing my mountain out there. Good. So I'm glad yeah. to hear that. Yes. Yeah. Heal up I'm soon. And I'm I, I'm I need to get back out there. I you know I have because I haven't seen you since the New York screening. I need to go out and and meet you in your environment in the beautiful wilderness of California. The mountains of California. Yeah. Yes. Please do come out. Yeah, I, I have a, an extra room you could stay in. Oh, I might take you up on that. Okay, I would love well, that. Well, it's a huge, it's a huge house um, that yeah. uh, my son lives in, and a, and another tenant. And uh, both of my sons used to live with me, but uh, my older guy moved out to the next village up the mountain. Okay, so he's still and, nearby. Uh, though. So there's a spare bedroom for you. Oh, well, I love that. And I'm a very, yeah, I'm like, a very, I'm a very good uh, tenant. <laughs> oh, well, good, good, good. i'm easy to go on i will all right i will see you soon i all hope right. <laughs>
I, that would be great. That would be great. <laughs> All right. I, I'm going to send you my um, new cell phone. I just bought one of those. Okay, great. Smart thingies, you know, it does everything. My God. Oh. Anyway, I, I'm excited about it. So I'm going to send you my, my new cell number. Yes, please do. Because I actually, there is a project that I have to call you about. And I'll leave it at okay. that. <laughs> yeah. <Hey>. And, <laughs> and, right. and Eric Edwards' masterpiece is coming out soon. Ooh. I'd like to interview you for hey, it. So. By the way. <laughs> When when Pat when Pat mentioned that gal with the four eleven and uh, oh. size waist whatever it was I got all excited because you know me and Michelle <laughs> yes but Michelle didn't have <laughs> the that right I mean I, Michelle was perfectly proportioned <laughs> exactly you know, I'm I'm bad 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 boy right. bad boy Rob we know that we know that <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway nice seeing all of Great you again you. I'm gonna go doctor my toe. All right. Take care. We'll speak somewhere. You bet. Of course, uh, Eric is talking about next week's guest, Lolly Tops. And uh, she was at the Miss Nude World event here a couple weeks ago. And and, then this weekend, she's in a a convention in Florida for feature dancers. So we're going to kind of get the the story on the future of feature dancing. And and I do see a lot of the the stars, Katie and uh, some of the other ones. A rubber doll, and some of those are back out on the road. Uh, speaking of a, a meeting of legendary proportion for the men, uh, I know we, of course, you're talking about the, uh, the the big meeting of the minds that you had before, but uh, here is one that uh, they're doing a, a film, a little bit of a documentary on Peter North. And so yes. here you have Herschel Savage and Peter North and Sean Michaels and T.T. Boy and um, my, Mark Davis at the table here. And so they were part of a, a group. And, and I believe uh, Christy told me, Christy Canyon told me the next day they had the females there, I believe. So okay. uh, I believe there were some females there. I think that possibly uh, Christy and Ginger Lynn were there, I think. So okay. anyway, that's, um, that's kind of a, that's great. But every no, I have to wonder if he's, if it's going to be incomplete, if he doesn't talk about the Matt Ramsey videos, I'm just going to say that it's going to be incomplete. Yeah, he has to talk about them because it's a major part of his career. Yeah, I, I Sorry, that, Mr. North, you have to talk about them. Uh, anyway, they had a fun time. <laughs> they did a photo, and Herschel sent it to me. He says, I did this for you, and there was an exclusive photo that did, they did um, for me. And, and uh, um, so I'll, cool. I'll, I'll get it signed. Let me find it just really, really quick. Um, but I think that uh, there's only going to be about one signed copy. I think it's it's going to be mine. Um, mm-hmm. This is what it's going to look like. Let me get it up here. Um, uh, and this is it. Nobody wants to touch his hair. Oh, that's so yeah. good. <laughs> that's so good. And so I've, I've got the only copy of that so far. So Wow. That's amazing. But, that's going to be quite a quite a deal there. That really and, is. That's something to frame and put on your wall. Let's let's check in with Charles because Charles is an avid watcher of these Sunday night events. And Charles, what's going on? Yes. There? I actually was going to type in a question, but I will ask it for you live. Is yeah. When not to put pressure on you or anything uh-huh. like that, but when do you expect your book to come out? Well. Any that you've been working on it for 20 years, for 20 friggin' years. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the problem is like, I, like I mentioned, more people keep coming out of the woodwork. And so it, it's, you know, um, 
it's it's kind of like the more talent releases that I come upon. They're like, oh, here's another piece of the puzzle. Oh, here's another piece of the puzzle. Um, I, that's why I kind of tried to pare it down to just do the first volume to focus on a specific period of time so that I wouldn't right. be like, okay, we're not going to have to talk about the late 70s, early 80s into video and all that. We're just going to focus on that first period when it was still kind of illegal but also very chic. Um, so um, it really just boils down to when I can get all the interviews that I think I really need to help make that story complete. Okay, because um, it sounds like it's going to be a, a very really vague answer. Thank you. Yeah, I can very vaguely say uh, I was hoping to get 1969 to 1970 done by the end of the year. So I'm okay. hoping that I can do, I'm hoping that at the pace I'm going that I can finish in five years. Okay. I know. Isn't that horrible? It's bad. <laughs> I'll try to work on upping the thing. I mean, it's, it's hard because, the, you know, um, it's something that I'm completely doing on the, um, on the side. Um, uh, not a day job. Um, right. No, it just sounded like um, it was going to be such a great book, which is why I was like excited about it and was yeah. kind of hoping it would be sooner rather than later. I know. I but, know. You know, I could be patient and, you know. Yeah. Well, it's funny. And book. I was just thinking about that. Actually, seeing Richard Pateka reminds me, I was just going to old AVNs and I saw an interview with him where he talked about writing his memoirs and this interview was in 84 and he said, watch for it in 85. <laughs> and then I it came out in what year <laughs> i meant to say when i'm 85 oh okay <laughs> yeah so i was like see how he took his time they came out a masterpiece so i was like i can take my time i just want to make sure it's right if it's going to be um and i know it's it's, it's hard to make something definitive because so many of the key players are gone i mean you know right. anthony spinelli was major in the early 70s in california um alex mm -hmm. Dorenzi is gone um uh, Gerard Damiano is gone. So all the major players who were directors at that time are gone. So it really is trying to piece together the story. Were there like many kind of made. interviews that were that you could find? I mean, I don't know if you yeah. Yeah. No, there are a lot of there are a lot of good printed interviews in certain publications, but then others are kind of obviously faked or created for publicity. Um, and there are some filmmakers who donated their papers to you know different institutions. And in some cases, I'll have to reach out to families. So. Um, uh, Wesley Emerson has offered to put me in touch with um, with the Westons, with Anthony Spinelli's family, which would be really helpful because there really hasn't been a lot written about his work at all. Um, and right. he's one, one of the most important filmmakers he ever. He was legendary. His name yeah. was just, you know, I just remember, you know, and I was a young kid then, but I remember his name and I remember, you know. Yeah. His name was always, it was always quality. It was always quality. And he started hey. so early. He started in 71. Um, Casey, they were good then too. Casey, yeah. uh huh. I have two interviews with him, um, oh. part one and part two, that I did back in the seventies. That I oh did. Oh my god! In, and I also have both of them were taped, audio taped. Oh wow! Okay. You're welcome to them. Oh, thank you so much. I will. I will get in touch with you for those because yeah, I would love that. to send them, or we'll figure out how to get you the stuff. And thank you so much, Howard. Yeah, because it's. He, his stuff is kind of a mystery, and he left us so early. So it really is just like, yeah. And, and, and he a lot left, of, he, a lot he of left his, us 10 years before he left, too. Because yeah, he, that's true, he, too. He, he had Alzheimer's for a long time. Right. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah. You I appreciate that. Being that I'm from San Francisco, and uh -huh. are you going to include the Mitchell? I hope you'll include the Mitchell brothers in their films. And oh, yeah. Well, that's another issue is, I mean, 
a lot of the early Mitchell Brothers films are just unavailable. And the people who own the Mitchell Brothers um, library now, I don't think are that interested in exploiting those films or, re or re re reissuing those films. So um, I've seen Woman of the Night and Flesh Factory, which were both 71, but like films like Reckless Claudia or Scrimshaw Woman or um, I think Couples is another one or Divorce is another one. I mean, they made so many films that it's tough right. to write a really comprehensive um, study of their work without seeing it. Um, so that's something else. And Dorenzi's kind of the same way. A lot of his films are not available right now. Um, I know Ted McElvaney was kind of in charge of those. Then he passed away. Did um, he? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, he passed away a few, I think it was maybe two, three years ago. I didn't even know. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I, I hope that I'm not wrong, because that's terrible to, <laughs> to put somebody in an early grave if they're still alive. But no, I believe he did pass away, because I, um, I think Joe Rubin mentioned that to me from Vinegar Syndrome, that, that, that Dr. Ted had passed away. Um, so I'm not sure who's even in charge of that institute anymore. Yeah, I was going to wonder who inherited that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it maybe got absorbed into Kinsey or another institute or something. I really don't know. So that, and that's kind of why this is like an, an, an endlessly gestating project, just because there are so many different angles to come from, and right. um, trying to pare it down is, is difficult, especially because there are just so many different aspects to it i'm trying to focus specifically on on films from specific years that are worth seeing and why they're representative of that year's pornography i love those films they were so artistic and they were so yeah. you know with a script and a story and you know it's like yeah. that's what drew me in to you know watching them right well see and that's why spinelli is so great i mean his first one was diary of a nymph which is fantastic and then he did mm -hmm. Touch Me with Renee Bond and uh, Sandy Dempsey and a bunch of other people. Um, I mean, he was good out the gate, um, unlike a lot of other filmmakers around that time. I don't think Damiano was good from the beginning. That um, He took a little bit of time. And Dorenzi, I think, took a little bit of time, too. But Spinelli was good from the very beginning. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to this book. I want to get it signed by you, too. Oh, thank you. Well, we'll see if uh, I might. Yeah, I would love to do that. I loved. I, well, I have to get the idea of signing things. I don't know, but I'll do it for you. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Charles. Charles, for stopping by tonight. It's always uh, good to see uh, Steve here with his adult uh, cinema show world background. Oh yeah. How are you doing tonight? Yeah. I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Patrick? Good. I figured uh, you want to chime into this conversation. Oh, Steve, yeah. I miss you, Steve. I miss you. I miss hanging out with you, Casey. We gotta I hang know. out. We do. We gotta go we got to go see some horrible movie and maybe drag Howard along. Yes, um, please. <laughs> but, I need uh, to plan at Rose now that it's reopening. We're opening. We're reopening on Tuesday. Right. Well, so we, had <laughs> we had a notorious Sharon Mitchell um, yeah, uh, was, experience there. Night. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was a lot of that fun. It was so much fun. So Sharon, fun. Mitchell, Sharon Mitchell came to town to see Joy that we screened from 35 millimeter with the director. And then Steve works at this great place called Planet Rose that has karaoke and, and it's a bar. And so Steve serenaded her with Hot Legs, the Rod Stewart movie. And wow. she danced around him with her great leg, yeah. Sharon Mitchell. And there is photographic evidence, but a lot of it is not family friendly. But, yeah. <laughs> but it, was, yeah. it's, it's, it was incredible. 
I saw a lot of Sharon that night. <laughs> yes, we all did. And I, and I, and I remember <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's Mitch. That's Mitch. She's, and it was she's great. She's goddess who likes showing it. Yeah. yeah, I had to I had to leave that. I had to leave your event at Anthology because I had to work that night. Yes. And I was like, well, if I want to come by for a drink. Yes, you know, that's right. Now I remember yeah, that. let's go over there. Yeah, so, that was yeah. fun. I don't remember that who else came. I know... Um, I don't well, think that the director came. I think he went. No, home. he did. He did. Oh, he, he did? did. Okay. He did. He did because um, it was all a blur. It was very because he's very he's very coy about his yes. real name because of right. his other. And he did he works like, in Hollywood. Yeah. Right, and he did kind of go like, like this is my like I was like okay you know like what like I'm like don't tell me your name but just tell me a movie of yours that I might have seen. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. He was supposed to direct Tenement, you know, and I was was able to. He was supposed to direct Tenement for um for Roberta Finley, and then he told me that she fired him because he said she said he went too slow, so (laughs) and she was working, (laughs) she was just like getting it done quick in like four days, even an R-rated film, four days. Well, Roberta's Roberta's a character. That was probably one of the that was one of the best things is when um was when uh, you had her at the quad for a woman's torment. Oh yeah, and he was so pissed that they didn't have that the bar at the quad didn't have um, Jack Daniels. Oh yeah, just, that's her uh, drink. It was like Buffalo Trace or some a right. higher end. You know, it's like I don't like this shit. I don't. Like I know. This. And then she but was that's so I, much. But I brought a bottle of Jack Daniels specifically. I had a bottle her. of Jack as well in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it because I was like, "Do you want to drink?" And we do the commentary, and she was like, "No, I don't think that's right." But we definitely drank a lot when we got to the bar. Yeah. We, we, yeah, yeah, because I had her sign my uh, um, my snuff thing, and she was like, mm. ah, they kind of like, well, you know what, just rip, crush up snuff and write the name of the real movie and <laughs> mark up the thing as how you see fit. <laughs> She's, She's like, oh, I can? <laughs> but the best was when we all piled, we, you, me, and uh, Roberta, uh, Howard drove her back to her apartment. And she just started regaling us with all these stories and tales of, oh, I gave this person his name. I gave her her no. name. <laughs> she claims that she doesn't remember anything. And then once I, you once you once you knock down the barrier, she'll tell you absolutely every single thing. She has yeah. a memory like a bear trap. She remembers everything. And and for the most part, no filter. No zero is, filter. No, she doesn't care. No, amazing. She has so nothing the to lose. Is just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great if she were able, if she could be coaxed into coming on to something like this. I know. Uh, maybe if I'm sitting there with her off camera, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Get some drinks in her, maybe. I'll talk to her, Patrick. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll contribute a. Uh, um, a liter bottle of jack to the cause to get her to uh she will tell you absolutely everything she will tell you about the people that were a problem on the set she'll tell you about the people who stiffed her on money she will tell you about the people who were doing drugs on the set and she had to fire them uh yeah yeah, she'll tell you all that stuff she doesn't care yeah yeah no it's it's just an amazing but yeah we have to hang out soon yes um We have to get together, have some drinks, or, or the next time you go to a rock bar. I mean, I see you post. I'm like, you're at rock bar. I'm like, well, you know, I'd go over and meet you, but you posted this like three hours ago, and I, I don't know. know if you're even still there. I'm probably <laughs> still there. I'm probably still there. <laughs> probably. I'm down. But yeah. Oh, hi to but, Brian and my friends, Brian and Jamie. Hi guys. Bye guys. Thank you for coming. 
<laughs> you bet. Thank, thank you. And thanks to Steve for uh, sharing a few things. Now, Howard, uh, do you want to uh, chime in on any of this? Oh, Howard. <laughs> Howard looks like he's trolled. Me? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if uh, you're going to hear me too well. My internet connection here at my job is having trouble keeping it up. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, it's iffy. So I don't know uh, how much you're going to get. But I do have, a, again, even though we haven't seen each other in person in quite some time, but looking forward to doing so again. I know. I need to get these screenings going again. Those are a lot of fun. Sure. Yeah, Fire. absolutely. Okay. Well, I, I think his, his uh, internet connection leaves a little bit to be deserved. So let's let's go over and Richard Pacheco's with us. And Richard, we haven't really heard from you yet on, uh, you just chimed in a couple things, but, but let's uh, let's get your viewpoints. Well, I'm here as a fan today because Casey oh, has won, won my heart I'm over the oh, thank you. since I've been on this show <laughs> with you, uh, hearing him um, give his opinions about things and see the depth of his knowledge and commitment to the industry. So thank you. Um, I, I sit here applauding his work and career and cheering him on. Well, thank you so much. My pleasure, sir. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out sunny days. Oh, <laughs> still trying to still trying to figure it out. It's you it's, and me both. That was uh, that was uh, that was the pinnacle of a lot of our careers. We yeah. did the best work we ever did in that. Well, it's funny in that interview with with ABN from '84, you say, "I just watched a finish a finished scene from the movie, and it, it's going to turn out really good." That and, was the scene that played on the 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 um, Alan Thick show. Right, right. And I think, and your wife is interviewed in that too. No. In this inter in this Pete in the ABN in the ABN interview she is. Oh well, sure. Okay, I don't know about yeah. that, but she wasn't. Oh yeah, the not the Alan. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, we, I, that's kind of the endearing mystery is Sunny Days. Well, it wasn't um. so endearing. <laughs> it was civil war <laughs> between a lot of powerful, uh, nasty people. Yeah. Uh, who yeah. I wouldn't want to piss off, you know. Right, which also makes me hesitant, but I kind of want to see the movie, so I'd really. Well, yeah. sure. I'll go sure. diving down that rabbit hole with no problem. It's the greatest film never made. I know. It's it's bad. The only I know another movie that's similar. I know Ann Perry did a Sweet Savage 2 that she never finished editing. And her son has the negative somewhere. But that was done in the mid-80s, much later. Um, and I don't think anyone's really asking for that sequel. <laughs> Sunny Days has you, John Leslie Seca, and it's Anthony Spinelli. So and Paul Thomas and Paul and, Thomas and that, that uh, the, the blue singer from Chicago. Oh, gosh, who big blue Sarah, singer. big Sarah, I think was her name. Big Sarah and Kay Parker's in it, too. Oh, I right. Think. See, everybody, yeah. all the all the all the Spinelli favorites are in there. That's right. Yeah, we like to use the same people for everything. Right. Because then a lot of you guys ended up in between the sheets after that, I think. The Queen of Sheep? But between the Sheets? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, Queen of, the Queen of Sheep, an underground bad, film that Spinelli bad. did. Right. It was an underground bad, film bad. sold under the counter. Yes. <laughs> the uh, Between the Sheets was about five or six different scenarios. Yeah. Um, it was a remake a, of a movie he did in 72. Oh, yeah? Di okay, he did a movie called Diary of a Bed. Oh. 72 and it's about this, this bed talking to i didn't know he was repeating himself there yeah yeah it was a remake sort of like i think diary of a nymph he remade uh, something else easy is kind of like diary of a nymph he used a lot of very similar themes in his work which is you know yeah the work of an auteur 
Yeah. Or it worked at something that made money that they want more. Right. Yes. Vista Valley, Vista Valley was just a sequel to easy. Yes, it was. Well, also, well, it just reminds me, I, I got those two mixed up because I just revisited Vista Valley and I was like, wait, I thought that Richard Pacheco had sex with Jesse St. James in the, in the classroom. And then I was like, oh, that's easy. That's, that's right. <laughs> right. I, I'm confused <laughs> to do because you're, you're a student in both of those. So and that was easy too, because it was Jesse St. James. I mean, she's fabulous. She's yeah. great. Um, yeah. She's doing wanted, well. I'm glad to hear that. I wanted to comment when you talked earlier about Susie Q yeah um, love her early very early on in my in in my involvement in the business and Ed haven pounded mm. it into my head mm. that i needed to understand that the business was 10 times harder on the women mm. than it was on the men so when you talked about susie uh being frightened of being yeah. discovered i i understood that because I, i've never heard that from any man in the business yeah that uh, that having participated really was a devastating experience for you right uh, the worst that could happen is maybe you didn't get a role in the sag scene once they found out right. but you you weren't shamed or or just you didn't have the family disassociations and right the major traumas that the women are exposed to so right well i mean there are, are a lot i know several actresses that i have found that i have not approached because they work with children they're teachers or they're nurses, or they're, I know one who's in the clergy now. Can, can you imagine how that would disrupt her life? Um, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely different for, for the women. And so when Suze, that, the hearing Susie's voice like that, even though we're very close now, um, that was the first time that it ever happened to me um, when I reached out to people. And um, that was a reminder that, like, it's, this isn't just, like, fun and games. Like, this is potentially disrupting someone's life. Yes. So I, anytime I reach out to someone, I always include that. It's like, I, I don't expect to hear back from you if you don't want to. And yeah. I'm very sorry if this has disrupted your life at all. I'm coming from a place of love, not a place of like, you know, gotcha journalism or any kind of like, you know, voyeurism or anything. Um, and that's generally worked out pretty well, but there are definitely people I haven't heard back from and that's fine. I, I, I that says enough to me if i don't hear back from someone well you know we just need to learn to respect that uh, yeah. we had there was a, a very horrible episode back in uh the uh 80s with mm -hmm. uh, the journalist in la who it was i don't know he, he some kind of a vegging religious nut who oh, wow. thought it was important to publish the home addresses of the of the x-rated actresses jesus christ and uh, that was not a fun episode. That guy's still messing around the edges of the business. Wow. Wow. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. God, that's sick. And, yeah. And likewise, when I approach people for this interview on Sunday night, I say, hey, this isn't 60 minutes. No. <laughs> I mean, no. I have booted no. those assholes. Uh, those assholes aren't coming back. Yeah, uh, I will. Yeah, I was so mad. And, and I was luckily, so mad about that. <laughs> yeah, luckily, when I edited the video, I just took that whole section out and right and it was done but uh, uh once is once is a fluke twice is this is a sociopath awesome. right <laughs> right especially because of mitch i mean yeah I, mitch is someone else i'm very protective of i don't need to be she can take care of herself but when you once you interview these people and you become friends with them and you under i mean the people from the adult industry that i know are some of the best people on earth like i wouldn't want anything 
bad to happen to them. I wouldn't want anybody to disrespect them like that. So I was so mad. I think I messaged you directly. I was like, what is with this guy asking people about their sexual assault histories? Yeah. And, uh, you know, she was, uh, you know, we went out for supper that night and, um, she was more pissed about the, you have a face like an Italian comment than anything else. That as well. What, <laughs> what is that? I don't know. So anyway, that's interesting that that's a takeaway from that. Though. <laughs> took that all out and, and it's never going to be known. And, and, uh, and a couple other idiots that, that are just gone and, and, uh, that's just the way it is. But you just yeah, got to prune, you got to prune the bushes every once in a while. It happens in every community. So, Hey, uh, Aaron is with us from Florida. Aaron, how are we doing tonight? Not bad, not bad. Thanks, Patrick. Hello to everybody that I've recognized. AC, my buddy. How are you? I am good, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I still like you, even though you love Debbie Does Dallas. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what a double... We listen. We we all have we all have our movies that we have soft spots for. Mine is Good Girls and Godiva High. I know it's garbage, but it was one of the first things I ever saw in beta. So, hey, I will tell you right now, Bambi Woods ever comes public, says, "Hey, I'm going to do a public signing." I've already booked my flight, hotel, and VIP. Wow. I'm not. I won't miss that. I'm sorry. I will. I'll be busy then. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there are some people that I just have no interest in interviewing, and she is one of them. Ow! Yeah. I, I'm just not interested. I don't. You know, I, I'm sure she's. I'm. I. All I need to know is that I don't even need to know. I would just like to know that she's doing well and is happy. That's kind of all I want for anybody from the business. Right. Right. Um, well, there's a couple of people from that film. though. I would love it if they came out into the public, like Georgette Sanders and. You know, like possibly even, you know, Robin Bird, you know, she mm. would come out in the public eye more. I, I think that that would be truly wonderful. But just like with Patrick, I have to personally thank you because you're also responsible for some of the friendships that I have within this group, including, to hear that. including Susie Nero and yeah, now and that's because of you and Patrick, and I'm very appreciative of that. Sean already knows how I feel about him. I'm going to leave that one alone. I think he's wearing his Godfather shirt. Which, Are you? Which, if he that's is, good. if he is, is that what it is? Up. Guitar, guitar father, but. Oh, <laughs> I like that, too. Okay. I like that, too. I, thought, I, I, I honestly thought Sean was pulling his uh, John Cazell tribute uh Inside uh, joke. John Cazell. I'm going to get melanoma right in front of your eyes. Oh, my God. Boy. Love John Cazell. Dog Day Afternoon is best movie. God bless him. Yep. He was every, great. Uh, just like with uh, Sean, every movie that uh, John was in was a hit. Right. But I just yeah. got to say, man, I, I've enjoyed listening and hearing the stories. And I really do hope that some of the people that you've interviewed that don't mind coming more public, that they see this group for what it really is. Mm. You know, like you said, it, it comes from love and it comes from true admiration. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the talent that have seen this group and see what we do understand that. And they accept that even though they still try to stay a little bit more private, like mm -hmm. Susie and Colleen and a few mm -hmm. others. Right. 
but I'm really hoping that between you and Patrick that more of them come into light because, you know, they, they, they should be, you know, if they want to, they should be able to embrace their legacy mm-hmm. in a comfortable arena. Right. You know, That's very much what it is, really. Exactly. You um, know, I'm yeah. the right wording here. Uh, because like we said, you know, we've yanked a lot of the fools out of the group that were mm-hmm. in here before. Right. And, um, you know, I think if they were willing to come out and actually see what this was about, see what our Zoom sessions were about, and the fact that they would be signing autographs for people that, you know, truly love them for who they are and accept them for who they are. <laughs> I mean, some of the, you know, so, some of these people's movies are, these people are just as, as iconic as some of the films that they were in. Mm-hmm. You well, know? Yeah. Well, something, something that it, it's weird. One of the things that actually keeps me from picking up the phone and making phone calls is also one of the things that actually makes it easier for women to talk to me, which is the fact that I'm very gay and I come across as very gay over the phone. So <laughs> that was actually the, so that was actually kind of the breaking down for Susie was she heard my voice. She said, Oh wait, can I ask you a question? Are you gay? And I said, yes, I'm very gay. She's like, Oh, Oh, okay. Well, I actually feel a little more comfortable talking to you. I was like, well, yeah, because you know that I'm not like pleasuring myself to you. Um, yeah, right. Right. Which is, but, exactly. but, and that's, that, then that is a form of, um, that's definitely a form of privilege that I have in this world of, of, of documenting the histories because a lot of women will feel more comfortable talking to me over someone that grew up with them as a straight man. Um, but I, but I think that groups like this are helpful because they, um, they're not, and especially these Zoom calls, because it's really not about like, what was it like to like fuck John Holmes or, you know, it's not like that. It's not clinical. It's not like intrusive or no. probing in that way. It really is more about like, what were your experiences like? What are some of the lessons that you learned from being in the business? Um, uh, what are you doing now? Like, what is your passion in life? Like those kind of things. And um, I think if uh, we ever yeah. even touch on any of that, it's more like, who did you enjoy working with? Was yes. there one person you enjoyed working with the most it's right. not graphic tabloid national you know national right. inquirer type stuff right. because we want these people to be able to feel comfortable with you know with us but we also want to feel comfortable with them too right well yeah you know? i mean well it reminds me of um years ago um there was a youtube user who would like to prank call harry reams and he asked and he would prank call Harry Reams and record it and ask him what was like to fuck this 16 year old girl because he has sex with Tracy Lords and um every time that he did that it just made it harder for people like me or other interviewers to try to actually interview you know Harry Reams with respect about what his experience was like as an actor um as a director I mean he directed movies in the 70s too um a legend yeah, so that it makes it much more difficult when things like that happen. And even just speaking, we were speaking earlier about Tasia Ray. I mean, somebody right. she she has a uh, personal Facebook account under her real name, and it's to, it's for the current work that she does. And someone actually goes on there and posts and says, "Wait, aren't you Tasia Ray?" publicly on this Facebook page, and that just makes it harder for all, that just makes it harder for all the people who actually have the right motives and wanting to speak to people about their experiences. Exactly, because um, we would keep it respectful and we right. would keep it dignified. Right. And we would don't out people t- like that in public. Don't 
don't involve their family or their friends. I mean, that's just, yeah, no, that's kind of common sense. But a lot of the people, um, as a friend of mine says, that is not a flower that blooms in everyone's garden. So <laughs> well said. Yeah, I can very, see that as I can see <laughs> that very as good a proverb. Point. Yeah, I can see that as a valid point. And a good a, a good example of what you just said about involving their family. Um, because of this group, I've been able to form a very close friendship with Mickey Lynn. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to hang out with her and, and her family, meet her husband mm-hmm. and her son. But I still respect their privacy. Right. You know, still respect her son's privacy, her husband's privacy, mm-hmm. and her privacy. Kind of like how you, you know, how you protect Susie and right. Sharon. I, you know, I protect. I try to protect Mickey in that way. Mm-hmm. And in a way, you know, because of my my kinship and. How I feel about Susie, I'm I'm in the same boat you are, mm-hmm. where I feel protective of her now after talking to her and getting to know her and and things of that nature. So just their willingness for what they're you know wanting to do for us, mm-hmm. you know, we, we should we should protect that privacy and and, and what they want because right. the last thing we want is for you know those type of people to close their doors to us. Because, you know, it's, it's that, you know, it's that one example, one person screws it up. It could, you know, it could, you know, it screws it up for the rest of us. Well, that was Roberta Finley for years because there was a writer named Bill Landis in New York who um, would call her at her home. And he's the reason she doesn't answer her home phone number anymore. It's still listed. She doesn't answer the home phone anymore, number anymore. You can only get in touch with her at her office where she works. And um, he would call to talk to her about her husband, Michael, but only about Michael's films. And um, she just, he just kept harassing her over and over and over. And she eventually became like, don't talk to me. Like, do not approach me. You're psycho. Like all these people who are in these films are crazy people. Mm-hmm. And so it really took like um, Bill Hellfire and Media Blasters and uh, got me involved with her. And she finally started opening up and talking to more people. But it took, Bill Landis was doing this in the mid 80s when he was performing in porn as um, Bobby Spector. So we're talking 30 years it took her to finally break down those walls that she just completely put up because she's being harassed. Um, You know, and Tasia may come around, but not when people are posting on her personal Facebook saying, aren't you like you don't do that. If Tasia Ray ever decided that she wanted to be a part of the group, we would be very mindful of her privacy Right. You know, we would welcome the opportunity for a Zoom session and to, her right. to be able to sign some autographs for us. She's always going to be a legendary superstar. Right. But until whether, unfortunately, whether the, she likes it or not. If this, if right, this exactly. Case, yeah. And until these, you know, until these women or even men, you know, say, hey, you know, I want to come out into the public eye and be a part of this and embrace our legacy, you never know. Tasia Raimi, you know, she's still young yet. She's still... You know, she may decide to do it later on, you know, do it later on in her years. Like when you were right. talking about, um, you know, like ones in the 70s that uh, were doing, you know, sexploitation went from software to hardcore. Mm-hmm. And even though she doesn't want to be visited by a bunch of fans, she doesn't want to be communicated and overloaded. Sharon Kelly is a prime example of that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, Sharon Kelly is opening up to this group, which I find to be amazing by willing, you know, first of all, we tested the waters to, mm-hmm. you know, to have her sign for me, Patrick. 
and then for her to do the private signing and you know hopefully maybe at some point she'll feel comfortable to do a zoom session because i think colleen brennan after the turnout she had for that private signing right this will be full right and she's she is someone i got yeah i was i was put in touch with her years ago um because she bought a vhs copy of one of her movies on amazon and the seller i was friends with contacted me and i said so I believe this is the actual Sharon Kelly. <laughs> like, do you want to get in touch with her? And we, we put me in touch. And I didn't, and I was talking about like, well, there are certain things that maybe I'd like to talk to you about. And I don't know if you're willing. And she's like, I, and she said like straight up, she's like, I feel like you're pussyfooting around. Like, what are you? I was like, well, the Colleen Brennan thing. And she's like, oh, I'm not ashamed about Colleen Brennan. Yes, we can talk about Colleen Brennan. But it was kind of a thing where like, I don't know if I can talk to her about this hardcore stuff because I just don't know what the line is. And so it is kind of one of those, those areas they have to be careful with. Um, and that's especially true with people who did both soft and hard, because sometimes they did hard under different names. And, um, oh, the and, they're, I, oh, that's, and they're like, oh, that's buried. Nobody's going to talk to me about that. Oh, yeah. The, the Internet, uh, the um, IAFD.com, uh-huh. it's pretty, you know, finding out, like, you know, one person having like 10 different names, being an autograph mm-hmm. collector, nice. you've got you know, really sure what you're looking for and what you're looking at, because, you know, for example, you know, you may have, you may have the opportunity to get somebody really great, but mm-hmm. they signed under a different stage name at one point, right. and you're just not sure if it's authentic or not. So I understand where you're coming from there. Right. Well, let me ask, actually, if I can ask any of the autograph collectors in the room, who who is the most sought after autograph that is like impossible to get? Is it somebody like Linda Lovelace? Any, any genre or an adult entertainment? In, in, a, in adult entertainment. I want to say Renee Bond. Oh, I know Renee Bond would be a good one too. Yeah. She passed away so early. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Bambi Woods would be one. I would okay. Say, um, okay. Uh, Desiree Cousteau, if you could ask find one right okay. uh, so it sounds like the usual sort of the usual the people that i would think the usual suspects usual suspects i wish i i was thinking if there was an i was wondering if there was another name that has like a cult status in the autograph collecting world that maybe is not as well known in what about john holmes world. are his autographs around? oh john holmes is yeah john yeah john holmes is another one yeah, if okay. you can one that's always going to be in demand okay I will never meet the demand on John Holmes. Um, it's okay. just not going to happen. But as far as like a cult with adult entertainment. Yeah. You know, I all I have, because I don't actually, I don't collect any autographs. The only autographs I have, which are talent release forms, but they're people's real names. They're not, they're not their autographs. So, so like I have like Cody Nicole, I have Eric Edwards. I have, who else do I have? Uh, Arcadia Lake. Um, I have a lot of these people from the talent release forums that I've gotten from different producers and directors who are like, here, take these. I don't need them. Um, but I don't have a Renee Bond. Interesting. Yeah, at least Ove, that's a tough one. I mean, oh, yeah. okay. it, really, it really does depend on who who the star was and their rarity mm. level. And Oh, wait, I do have a John Holmes. I just realized. I do. I have two John oh. Holmes. Oh, okay. Well, I don't, yeah. maybe, uh, maybe I'll part with one of them. 
They've been, we'll see them on eBay. No, I know. I, I would go straight to this group with them. But um, no, I believe I have two release forms of yeah. those. Before you do anything with any of those, I'm your first message. <laughs> Charles is my first message on certain things. Okay. And you're my first message on other things. Yes. But Charles, I actually did sell two items too already. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, it's great. I love that. The yeah. baseball. Board. And I have another one actually. I have ball game, which is um which is Ann Perry. And actually, you know who's in ball game? Susie Nero is in ball yeah. game. Yeah. I will take that. Okay. Yes, and she's not pictured. Oh, yeah, she is pictured on here. There's a picture of her with Candida. I don't know if you can see that. Okay. Yeah, so she played one of the guards in the movie. Um, and Lisa DeLeo is in it, too. Yeah, and her husband is in the crowd that she divorced, and he was an asshole. All right. Okay. Well, we'll move on. Uh, just real quickly, we got. I'm I'm kind of extending this till till the bottom of the hour. So yeah, uh, I'm I have no time limit. Is there any questions as people have? I'm here to answer. Eric Monty is back with us. And Eric, how are you doing tonight? I'm fine, Patrick. Thank you. Good. Hey. Good. Anything you'd like to include on the discussion tonight? Yeah. Well, I, I find um, I find Casey very interesting, and I'd like to just add real quickly. I was in the industry, Casey, from '83 to '99. You probably never yes. heard of me. No, I have. Yes. Okay. Uh huh. If you want any questions or any information, I'd be happy to work with you. Contact Patrick, and he will put you in touch with me. My email or phone number. I'd be more than happy to. I work with quite a few, you know, the well-known people. Yeah. Because you were both coasts too, right? Because didn't you work yes, New York exactly. and California? Yeah. Yes. I'm That's surprised awesome. you have. Yeah, 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 yeah. I recognize yeah. the. Um, you have a. Um, I think you have a, a screen. Not a. What is it? It's, you have a screenshot of your image of, of Eric Monty from one of your films, I think, on your Facebook. No, that's the IMDb you're thinking of. Oh, maybe. IAFD? Yeah, not on Facebook. I use a totally different name. Okay. It's a younger picture. Yeah, young, yeah. Yeah, the database one is the one that has the picture of me from uh, New Wave Hookers 4. It's, it's yes. <laughs> oh, so you work with the Dark Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was wow. New Wave Hookers 4. It was Michael Michael Nin, the director. Oh, Nin did four. Oh. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm I'm getting into late I, 80s, I, into the 90s. Okay. Ashton, that movie, yeah. So okay. That was, that was near the end of my career. Okay. I've worked over the years, you know, Kelly Nichols and, you know. Right. And, uh, well, Kelly is, yeah, a good friend of mine. Yeah, Tracy Adams and that. So if you have any Tracy questions, Adams, I was well. Tracy Adams, I reached out to for and for they put out. Dominica Sunda put out two Duck Dumont movies. And she was in both of them. And so I said, well, I'd love to talk to Tracy Adams, see what she's up to. And I reached out to her. I never heard back. So I, I haven't reached out again just because silence is sometimes the best answer. I know. And that's why I view it too. It's like asking them to be on here. I, I ask, I ask you. And if you say no, I don't ask again. Yeah. And you said no. Yeah. But you can ask Patrick. He will, con you know, he has my contact. I'd be I'd be more than happy. Fantastic. Oh, great. Yeah, I'd love to learn more. Yeah. Before I go, I'm working on a, on a thing for a movie of the week that has to do with one of these crazy situations that occurred when a hospital we found out. So I would tell you. Oh. It's an interesting story. Wow. Excellent. And if, and if they stand me up once on here, I give them one more shot and then if they do it again, then they're done. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I, I did find it interesting that, that there was a woman who was on who was, seemed very nice, and she then ghosted Patrick, and Patrick was like, 
I can get you money for autographs or whatever, and she yeah. disappeared. Oh, really? These gals who say, oh, wow. yeah, I'll sign it, and then we get done, and I, I, oh, wow. them, I write them an email to thank them for being here. Boom, they're gone. It's like uh, Christy Cannon doesn't leave money on the table like that. Um, of course, she, great, she's a pro. Like yeah, she, yeah she's, she's definitely. Could have, could have signed a lot, and I'll see one at Exotica in Chicago. I'm just going to say, hey. You you left money on the table. Maybe we can get you back and yeah. and do some stuff. But well, that's kind of why I got you in touch with. I don't know if you publicly discussed that, but an actress. I got you in touch with an actress, and I knew that she could use some some a little extra cash, and she's not ashamed of that part of her past. So I didn't, and she was happy to do it. Right. One other thing, Casey. I, I'm I'm born and raised in Philly, so there's not many Philly people. So that's a lot. <laughs> that's probably too. Oh, Tasia Ray's from Philly. Yeah, Tasia Ray's from yeah. Not, not far from me. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. I was talking to some New York. She had a very New York yeah, accent. Yeah, right, right. It's an East Coast thing. We don't have it. Okay. West Coast. Right. That must, yeah. Okay. That must have been what it was. <laughs> I was talking to some the Bronx or something. Get yeah, um, about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Good enough. All right. Hey, we want to hit Sean Elliott too before we go. And Sean, uh, how are you doing Sean, tonight? I love you. I love you, but <laughs> I'm going to talk about me. So you just yes, sit there before I please, talk about you. Please. <laughs> I'll mean myself it's, now. It's, it's true. I, I was in the Aaron. I don't know where he is. That I, I was in about 10, 12 films, and mm -hmm. it is true they were all hits, uh, except the last one, which was The Queen of Sheep. Yeah, that one. I wasn't good at that There were not I, a lot I, of... I was, I was masturbating and drinking woolite and yeah. uh he said you were bad but yeah. uh that's what yeah. i have to say can you hear me this thing is breaking up yeah. i can hear is you. this thing on you're yes. on yeah I so i i love you i love casey i love casey i love casey i call him the professor i named him thank you i appreciate that <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm using I, I think richard you would remember this too i i um i'm reminded of uh of a great public relations agent that probably the greatest well-known one was a guy named Swifty Lazar. Yes. And uh, everybody knows Swifty. And the role of an agent, my brother Rob actually worked at Rogers and Collins in the, mail, in the mail room. He, he didn't move on up. He says it's who you knew and who you blew back in the 70s. And, knew. Mm -hmm. and uh, but he used to tell me about like when People Magazine would come out and nobody was thinking about, let's say, Bob Hope. And but it was Rogers and Cowards, the PR people to bring them up. So what I wanted to share with you was two things. One, I'm looking uh, earlier with uh, both Eric's here and Rich and uh, Howie and uh, and everybody else. And I'm and I'm reminded again of George Goble on The Tonight Show with mm. Dean Martin and uh, and and uh, Bob Hope. And he says, you ever go to a party where everybody's in a tux? Your brown shoes, and I'm going. Wow, yeah, I feel like that with these guys. And you change that. You as a have brought everybody up that's done one movie or a thousand, and put them in the same category with the respect of the stars. Yeah. But you brought people like me into the into the uh, front where people can appreciate the work I did. I count it but it wasn't a lot big body work it's people like you you, you should know how relevant you are and i, I do want to say something about sue mm -hmm. casey mm -hmm. 
you and I have noticed that she's actually stepping out of her fear a little bit more lately. Yes. She's putting so, stuff so out good there to see it. where yeah. the butcher is not even, I don't even know where he's at. He must not, she must have changed something where he can't get on it. Or she's I, hope, I, I hope so. Right. I hope so yeah. too. Yeah. But look how you, you've done that. I like to give myself a, a touch of credit, but it's 90% you, what you have done to uh, bring her out. And that is as relevant as any fucking thing we ever did in the movies. Oh, that is that. human condition. You have brought this girl out with some confidence because as we, most of us know, she, who are close with her, her life is difficult and she puts on a brave front mm -hmm. and uh, you've done a lot. So for me, I, I thank that. you. For you, I thank you. And you put me together with people, you know, these people here. Uh, you're a good oh, man. Oh, and you got to I, see Lisa Centurice, which I'm so envious of. <laughs> I, I'm going to see Lisa. I'm going to see Lisa again. Oh, good. Okay, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> what an she's icon. An yeah. And she's another, she's another, I, she's another icon that only you, made like a handful are, of movies. Uh, you are not just a professor now. You are, you are Swifty to me as well now. I'll take it. <laughs> professor Swifty? <laughs> Professor Swifty. Oh, good lord! Good enough. Yeah. No, you. I love you, man. You, you I love that. you too. You're, you're, a, you're a good guy, and uh, thank you. And you're very. And get the fucking book out now. I'm uh, the last one to put on there. You're gonna write Exodus if you don't. Get, you're gonna have to be an honorary. <laughs> it is. It is I, Exodus. You need to get this book out. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be Exodus, basically. Yeah. An entire, <laughs> an entire generation of people. Yeah. No, it's right. going to be rough. I'll tell you how to do one. 50 pages and a girl named Sally, and you love it, dude. Uh, well, Richard's <laughs> is a master. Rich, I would, I would hope that I aspire to be as good as Richard's book. That is, it, that is like the, that's the goal. Yeah. Uh, uh, Casey, man, take five seconds. At Howard, <clears throat> I'm, I love it. Now, I got your joke the other day. I, uh, she came back into play. The, the book's a great read. It's fantastic. It's, it's so fun. And I feel a personal thing with you, not just ethnic, but like where you're from type of neighborhood you grew up in, what you did, our age, how it was then. My brother was gassed in Berkeley at the, at the riots. Jesus. I was out at, I was at Disneyland the day the brown shirts came in and gassed it and they closed Disneyland down. Um, wow. I, I was there with hair down to here. It was August 8th, I think, 1969. I get where you're coming from. I come from a commune family. Very good book. I love the read. I'm almost done. Okay. All right, so good. Good enough. appreciate that. we got three more people to get to before we wrap things up. Lloyd is with us. Lloyd, how are we doing tonight? Hey, doing all right. Uh, doing all right, guys. Hey, hey Lloyd. How you doing, man? Good. Good to see you. Likewise, likewise. I just want to you know, give you a shout out and say I appreciate all that you put out there and uh, how you coax some of the people to uh, join the group or also to just uh, invite us into a little snapshot of their world that i would never see before and i really appreciate you guys uh doing that for me and uh thanks man thank you yeah no yeah i mean the way that i work is so vinegar syndrome will tell me what's coming out and i'll try to figure out who hasn't done an interview or who's available to do an interview um and that's how kind of how i got like lee carroll she hadn't done an interview in years yeah. um storm hadn't done an interview in years um and um yeah, I just sent letters and, and I said, please get back with me. And then they called me out of the blue. And uh, some people don't get back with you and that's fine. And you just kind of file that away. But um, Well, like, look forward to everything that you got going on and same with everybody else here. So thank, thank you guys. You. Thank you. Thank you. I welcome. appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Lloyd. 
Hey, John W. is with us. John, how are we doing tonight? Oh, good. Good. I finally uh, get you in and uh, want to know if you had anything for Casey. Yeah, I heard him mention one of my uh, favorite stars earlier, mm -hmm. Ushi Nygaard. Yes, Ushi. Love oh, Ushi. What happened to her? So Ushi, the last time I checked, she was still living. I think she's living in Palm Springs. And um, I know she did a Rialto report. Um, and I think in that she said she was going to be writing a book. But that was like five or six years ago. So I don't know what the status is on that. Um, she used to be a lot more interactive with her fans. I know that she did autographs. She would have a fan club and everything. I think she stopped because somebody started selling their collection of like her personal letters to them on eBay. And so she really clammed up and was like, well, and this was just, this was a fan who she'd taken into her good graces. And I think that was when she's like, well, I'm just not going to do this anymore. Um, so she might be worth pursuing again, just um, she's done an interview and I think she's fascinating. I, I've always loved Ushi. Um, yeah, that's someone that I might be thinking about reaching out to again. I don't, I don't actually, I don't think I've ever reached out to her because I've never had a reason to because most of my, most of my focus has been on hardcore and Ushi never did hardcore. Um, but, um, but maybe Tara and I can work on something on that because then she's a Russ Meyer girl, obviously. Um, yeah, maybe Tara and I can collaborate on something and see if we can get an Ushi interview for the group. I think it'd be cool to get uh, Tara involved in something like that. I think that'd do her yeah. good. Yeah, I really Tara, if you're watching this, you'll be hearing from me because I think that would be really, I think it'd be really good to work with somebody on that. Um, and she's the right person to do it. So yeah. Get on it, Tara. Yes. All right. Thanks, John. Hey, let's go to Jonathan to wrap things up. Jonathan, how are we doing tonight? Doing good. Good. Anything hey, Jonathan, how are you? I'm fine. How are you doing, Casey? I'm good. I haven't seen you in a while. It is so wonderful to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. We've never spoken, but we've been in touch for years and years on uh, oh, yeah. Facebook and I think on MySpace too. That's how long. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to see you. Now that I have a chance to ask you something, I can't think of anything to say. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you do know how to get in touch with me. Any questions you have, I always answer, or I try to anyway, if I have the answer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Casey, let me just say that I really and everybody has really enjoyed uh, tonight's session. Well, thank you very much. I was happy you part of it. It's one of those deals where I knew we, we had to get we had to get to the bottom of you. We had to find out. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you did, but I, I kind of like, I, you know, I kind of like uh, getting rid of some of the air of mystery that I kind of keep about myself. There you go. Intentional so. or not. Actually, I'm surprised. Um, I will answer a question that nobody asked just because um, I was like, I wonder if someone's going to ask this. Um, I have, there are three actresses that are my top three that I am dying to interview. And they are, uh, number one is Lisa DeLeo. Would love to interview Lisa DeLeo. I've been in love with her for years. Uh, Maura Michaels and Tish Ambrose. Those are my three top three actresses that I would absolutely love to interview. Um, so if anyone, <laughs> well, Lisa, Lisa, um, Lisa, I, I, I know how I can possibly get in touch with her. Um, but uh, Merle is a little tougher. Um, and Tish, I know how to get in touch with too. But um, yeah, I just love to interview them. And um, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And if it doesn't happen, then 
they'll always be the films. You know, you that's you good enough always, for me. You can always come to Iowa, just drive over to her house. We'll just meet on the door. Hey. Drive to Iowa. Well, Lolly and Lolly Tops in Iowa. I mean, Lolly Tops to see the new Salisa DeLeo? Probably not. But no. <laughs> no, nobody can nobody can nobody can hold a candle to Lisa. Right. But, um, are, are are you communicating with Lisa DeLeo? No, I just I, I I know where she is and I've I did send her a message, which I don't know if she ever got. Um, but she's doing very well from what I can see. Well, I, I also did an interview with her in uh, the same era that I did Spinelli. And yes. I would share it with you, but um, I would not want to share it if she doesn't want it shared. And I'm not in touch with her. So, right. Um, I'll let you know. I'll, well, I would I'll talk share it with you, but if you have to get the permission that it's okay to be shared. Of course. Of course. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting for a star that big that is that, um, that, that, uh, reluctant to, to talk. I can't think of another example. Jesse St. James. Like that. Jesse St. James. Yeah, that's another one, but she, she's no one. She's doing very well. So I can understand why she would not want to disrupt her current life by talking right. about right. the Jesse St. James years. Um, I'm going to put myself out there, Casey. Mm. I, I, I don't want to put, put too much that it, that it would happen, but I think there's a very good chance if one of you got to Lisa DeLeo mm. and told her that I wanted to speak to her for mm. you, we were very close offset too we hung mm. out i mean we, we we made love offset we knew each other she was in my apartment mm. i knew when she was going out with her construction boyfriend she was really having a bad time it was her husband actually yeah, uh, Doug. Uh, yeah. we worked together if you look at mascara mm -hmm. uh what in our scene you'll see me say now you'll see my mouth like now i'm gonna go now mm -hmm. and, and we were, we were that. nervous with her and then she became yeah. my friend and we worked together in another movie. If you want to get reach out to her and you tell her, uh, Sean Elliott, show her a picture. Because mm. we really, I mean, she liked me. I liked her too. She was really nice. Yeah. So a few movies I did, you mentioned Susie Nero. We worked together. She's a great right. And right. I've worked with the best. And, but, but I love Lisa. Right. I really do. She, and you know that. So, well, it might be. Anybody, well, it, but then it, it might be like a, like a Jesse St. James or a Honey Wilder where it's like, if her life is so happy now, then there really isn't any reason to look back. And that I can this understand. That I can fully understand. And this it's not, true. and I don't, and I don't think, I think there are a lot of interviewers that think, well, I'm owed something from you because. Not at all. Because no. the, yeah. And they don't, I don't think anybody in this business after they leave it, I don't think they owe anybody anything. So right. I, I'm just, just grateful that they're willing I to put talk. That out there, if you were trying to do, no, oh yes, I no, I yeah, she may I not want to look back. She may not right. want to be found. Right. I no, I know. I appreciate it, Sean. It's okay. um, it's, it's definitely always on my mind, and because I see her in everything, and I love her in everything, so it's just always, always, always in my head. Okay. <laughs> well, you pick, I, I once again, I appreciate uh, uh, Casey uh, being with us tonight, and again, uh, that's. Uh, uh, a fantastic night, and uh, we went way long, and I appreciate it, Casey, for that. Yeah, of course. Next week is Lolly Top. She's from here in Iowa, and she'll be a fantastic guest, and we hope to see you next week on Just Talking. Thank you very much.